This is the Club Solutions Magazine Podcast, Supplier Voice Edition, brought to you by Jonas Fitness, a company that provides best-in-class member management software to help bring your club to the next level. Welcome to the Club Solutions Podcast. My name is Rico Francis, president and co-founder of Peak Media and Club Solutions. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Tony Otan, Executive Vice President of Research and Development at Jonas Fitness. Tony, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rico. Great to be here. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Um, our purpose today is to learn more about you, um, your history, uh, Jonas, and then specifically how Jonas can help our listeners. So with that in mind, let's dive in. Um, first, Tony, tell us about your personal uh, background, maybe a little about where you grew up, your early interests, and then professionally, how you got to where you are today. Sure. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, just have a very interesting path uh, here. It's not one that I would have ever thought growing up, I would have wound up in this place. But I grew up in a, a very small town in South Louisiana, uh, six miles south, southwest of New Orleans. And uh, computers were, were not a, a thing that were well taken on there. It was a small oil town. And, um, you know, when I was a kid, my, my family received a box of computer parts from uh, a family friend. And, you know, they said, good luck, uh, play with it all you want. And so I took that box of parts and, uh, and I built a computer out of it uh, from a pretty early age. I wouldn't have guessed that I would have done that. I, I just was interested in playing video games. Uh, so I was able to install Alone in the Dark and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego and, you know, all of those fun little games that, uh, that you would play when you're a kid. And, you know, skipping ahead a few years, I actually went to LSU uh, to study math and uh, specifically a, a concentration in data analysis and statistics. Um, it was a brand new degree program there. I was actually the first person to ever graduate with that degree from there. A friend of mine uh, who also worked with me in the Jonas family uh, was attending LSU at the same time. We said, yeah, let's do this. This sounds really great. Um, from there, uh, I got a job out of college working for Dillard's, the department store, but as a software developer on their mainframe, uh, writing programs for accounting. And I know how exciting that I'm sure sounds to our <laughs> listeners. Uh, I mean, who's interested in knowing more about accounting? And so um, after I finished my time at Dillard's, uh, I started kind of finding my way to fitness and uh, went back to LSU and worked in technical operations, but specifically for the rec department at LSU. So I started getting intrigued about, well, what's, what's all the interesting things happening around fitness. And um, I ended up working for our CRM provider uh, at the time uh, when I was at LSU Innisoft. So I moved over to Innisoft who specifically provides software to uh, the university market. Uh, and they have a product called Fusion uh, that uh, serves that market. And so I worked at Innisoft for 10 years um, you know, which I, I love the NSOft team. And um, in around 2017, NSOft was acquired by Jonas Software, which is the parent company to Jonas Fitness. Uh, and in late 2019, there's an opportunity that came available with JFI. And, you know, we, we both felt it would be a great fit. So I came and joined the JFI team and I had a quite a wild uh, first year with pandemic underway, but, uh, you know, really excited about our growth together as we move forward. Very good. So as the EVP of research and development, um, describe what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. 
You know, I, I really enjoy the, the hands-on aspect of, of product planning. Um, I find it's the closest way, you know, that I can be involved and meet our customers. Uh, we've, we've, we've continued to involve our mindset at JFI and truly take, you know, our design first approach with, with product planning. It's uh, the best designs, you know, we, we try to take and then make sure we're considering what, what a point of view is the customer coming from, from this. So my day-to-day is really involved that, that product planning and how can we take those designs and, and translate them into the best products that lead our market. Uh, so my day-to-day, again, it's really just evangelizing our customers as part of our process and our culture and every decision we make, it's, you know, whether it's about risk, security, privacy, design, doesn't matter, <laughs> but putting our customers first. Got it. From a, category perspective I mean, club management software obviously is a really really big category um, there's been several um, acquisitions and mergers there's been a lot of activity in the category um, can you talk about that I guess to give uh, that some perspective in terms of what that means for health club operators um, how that how that how Jonas has been a player you know you mentioned Jonas acquiring Innisoft as an example. Um, others have made um, acquisitions as well. How does that impact health club operators from your perspective? Yeah, so, you know, M&A activity, I always find really interesting and, and thinking about it from that lens, like how does it impact the private fitness space? Like what, what, what are we seeing, you know, of the acquisitions we've seen in the past six to 12 months? Um, you know, I don't know that market consolidation during the pandemic uh, is necessarily good for our customers. So I, I, I've been thinking about that a lot. And when it comes to having our customers' best interests in mind, removing choices and options is likely not good for fitness centers. You know, so mm-hmm. if I was thinking about it from the operator's perspective, you know, the the more leverage I have with competing products, that's that's got to be good for me. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the market agrees with me on that. I'm not sure if it will, but uh, how does it impact our customers and prospects, their buying decisions going forward? I'd really be interested to hear what our customers uh, are thinking about this and, you know, what are their feelings on market consolidation? Because that's what we're seeing. And I'm not, I'm not really surprised to see it happen. I think that uh, we had different players with the, you know, in different financial positions within the market, but, you know, it's less options for our customers. How do they feel about that? Sure. Now, there are several companies still left. Um, and so from from that perspective of the, you know, remaining companies and organizations, what do you think uh, makes Jonas different? You know, um, I was, was thinking about this as well. And, it, it, and while we have these these several companies, I, I think the product lines are really similar. Um, th- there's not a ton of differentiation. The feature parity between our products and our companies is step for step on par with each other. Uh, so for a buying decision for a customer, they have to think about who do they want to partner with? Uh, what is their reputation? How long, have, how well have they treated their customers in the past? I think we treat our customers really well. And we try to establish partnerships in the industry. We want feedback. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I was talking to the team the other day and I'm like, negative feedback isn't always presented in a friendly manner, right. but 
uh, that doesn't stop us from listening. We have to keep listening. So we want to get to the heart of the issue. and We want to be engaged in finding the best solutions for our customers. Our competitors may say the same things, but I, I think our history in JFI shows a high level of commitment to it. So, you know, that's the position that I kind of view on the, the, the products within the market. To try to paraphrase that is, you know, consistency, um, you know, maybe breadth of knowledge. And I don't want to put words in your mouth to say things that you're not saying. Just trying to think of it from, you know, the customer, the mm -hmm. operator's perspective, um, the difference. Um, maybe. So, I mean, I respect what you're saying. And actually it's fairly unique what you just said in terms of, you know, making it more about what the customer needs than is it, you know, just some sales pitch. Um, you know, I, I think that especially the longtime players in the space, right? It, it, you can look at it. We don't have to talk about who they are. Just, we know, you know, we, we, we pretty much all can generate the same level of features as each other. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you want your experience to be as a customer? Who do you want to be your partner? Uh, what is the reputation of that, you know, that provider? And I think those are the things that you have to look at uh, whenever you're, when you're selecting a solution. Jonas Fitness's club management software provides operators the right tools to attract new members, boost retention, and increase collectability. Our user-friendly integrated software and payments platform allows you to quickly check in a member, process payments, and manage your staff. Whether you're shopping software or just looking to see what's out there, we look forward to connecting with you and showing you what the Jonas fam is all about. Learn more about us at jonasfitness.com. And you may not be able to share specifics with, you know, a, a customer necessarily, but I, I think our listeners would be interested just to maybe hear, um, even if it's anecdotal, some Jonas success stories or just, you know, examples of things that you all have been able to do with customers I think that would be helpful yeah so um you know I, I think the perfect example is something we did in 2020 uh just during the pandemic we focused on our online experiences we brought enhancements to our uh, member experience platform which is our online uh, member self-service portal um it lets clubs choose, you know, we also let clubs choose their own video streaming platform. You know, I think we've uh, mentioned this before, but uh, the, we were so focused on how could we help our customers, you know, reach their members. And we didn't want to create new tools for them to use because we know that they have tools. We know that they're really creative and they're coming up with ways to reach their members. So, um, the, the functionality we added uh, to EME was to let them insert their own, you know, Zoom links or YouTube live links or, or whatever it is that they like to use uh, to reach their members and then um, set those up associated with their classes or different services. And then those would be sent out to members. And it, it wasn't about reinventing the wheel. It was about finding ways to reach your members. And so the, those are the, the things that I'm really proud of that we did in 2020. Um, what about trends? I mean, obviously, you know, this year was unlike any other, um, all, all kinds of challenges. Uh, but I guess bigger than that, do you see trends either um, driven by technology or just trends um, in the health club space that you guys can help with? And if, and if so, how can you how can you do that? Yeah, you know, 
the focus is con- going to continue to be a- as people are in the club or out of the club and reaching those members is member management and communication, right? Uh, for example, our Jonas mes- messaging solution offers an, an immediate way to communicate with those members. So, uh, you know, via text message, everyone's got a phone, everyone's using that. So I think it's important for solution providers to keep focusing on member management and communication right now. So, um, I, I'm, I, I think we're going to see some more um, features added to our online experience with a message center. So you'll see that in addition to the, the text messaging pieces that we have coming. We just think that communicating to our members right now is the most important thing we could offer our club operators. Yeah, yeah I think that's very good. Um, you know, just thinking about this, this past year and COVID and, you know, we're obviously as an industry, um, trying to rebound and come out of that, and maybe talks about the communication that you just you just spoke of. Um, but mm-hmm. are there any specific things related to COVID and coming out of that um, that Jonas can help with? Yeah, you know, I I think that the I've thought about this a lot, and so has our leadership team, um, and we're we're not trying to convince ourselves that we're smarter than everyone else out there by saying, this is the right long-term strategy for, for JFI. We know it, we're gonna cement it in place. We're, we're creating a long-term strategy that has short-term contingencies built within it uh, because we, we know that things are going to change. Um, and we're really trying to focus on that communication, right? So uh, in the same way we do software development as a methodology called agile, we're doing planning that is agile that, that, amount, uh, that continues to allow for that flexibility. That's really our focus right now. Uh, you know, we know we don't have a crystal ball. It's, let's just focus on our customer's short-term needs and continue to iterate on those short-term needs because that's what we really care about. Very good. If there was one thing, and maybe you've already said it, and you know, it's just something that you can reiterate, but if there was one thing that you want our listeners to know um, that you think maybe they don't know or is not obvious, or maybe it's a, even a misperception yeah. um, that you'd like to clear. If there was one thing that you know, you'd want to say to make sure they understood, what would that be? You know, software development is an interesting process, right? And, and, and our club operators might not care. <laughs> I can totally understand why they wouldn't care. Right. Uh, you know, so, uh, so w- what I'll say is we put a lot of emphasis on listening to feedback. Uh, taking feedbacks at times can be like drinking from a fire hose, but at the end of the day, water's good for you. You know, you got to do it. Uh, so it can be challenging to be effectively taking that, that feedback from all of these disparate sources and then trying to build a product out that meets everyone's needs. But, you know, we pride ourselves on what we can do with that kind of feedback. Um, you know, we, it, it's, it's really kind of a fun process because you can hear someone that has accessibility concerns or someone that may have privacy concerns or just someone who needs a feature to help continue to run their business Um, and and trying to intertwine all of those requests and feedback together and making sure that we're delivering the right thing, knowing what our customers are going through because it affects our business too. So we're, we're just really, really into 
keeping up with our customers and we have a great account management team. They're fantastic. Um, you know, they've been such a wonderful partner to me since I've joined JFI and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to continue to work with our account management team and our customers. Good. In terms of the future, Tony, um, maybe short term, you know, the next, and you've, and you've talked a little bit about this really being customer yeah. focused and customer centric, uh, but short term, and then maybe looking out further the next five to 10 years, what are the, what are the, you know, the future plans for the company? Sure. Uh, so I think we'll continue to focus on our web solutions uh, to help our operators reach their members where they are. You know, that, that's so important. Um, we also kind of have some secret projects in the works uh, that I think will help a section of the market review and assess their business decisions and help empower their you know, make, help empower them make better business decisions going forward. You'll have to stay tuned in our social media to kind of keep up with that and get more information as, as those come out. Um, lastly, I think it's very critical, uh, a critical project for us is JFI is actually migrating to the cloud. Uh, we need to offer the scalability and elasticity that are, to our customers and their evolving business needs. And the cloud offers us many ways to do that. And uh, so we're striving to get faster release cycles, you know, even speedier software, all of those things that the cloud can help us to do. It's, it's really important for our, our, um, our business to do that, to help meet our customers' needs. I love it. And you've even got a teaser in there. So you got me in the edge of my seat. Yeah, there you go. Um, Great. Tony, if our listeners are interested in contacting you or the company, um, what's what's the best way for them to do that? Yep. Um, at Jonas Fitness Inc. on Twitter, the same on Facebook, LinkedIn, JonasFitness.com. They can reach out to us directly from there. Our, our information is all over the web. You can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn, Tony.Otan, A-U-T-I-N. I'm, I'm happy to chat with anyone uh, about, about uh, JFI and where we're going. Great. Tony, thanks for joining me on the Club Solutions podcast today. It was great getting to spend time with you and getting to learn more about what Jonas is doing and specifically how you guys can help our listeners. Uh, I wish you continued success in the future. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Rico.